Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hello, ladies. I'm super excited to record this episode today. It was my 24th birthday two days ago and I thought an amazing solo episode uh, topic would be if I wrote down 24 things that I've learned in 24 years and read them out to you with a bit of description for each. I am all about, you know, personal development, living my best life, and there is a lot that I've learned over the past 24 years, a lot to say the least. And hopefully this episode inspires you. Hopefully you enjoy this episode. And if you do, take a screenshot, put it on your stories on Instagram. I will repost you. I love connecting with you guys. Let me know what your favorite point out of all these 24 points is. And let's get right into the episode. So number one is your uniqueness is the best thing about you. Number two is be present. This one's huge. The be present. I know it's just random little point number two, but this is one of the most important ones in this list. Be present. It's the only way you're ever going to enjoy life. Number three is how you treat others is a direct reflection of yourself. Number four is... How others treat you is a direct reflection of themselves. These two kind of go together. And uh, I, when I realized this, it actually made me so much more okay with getting criticism, especially online or, you know, if a family member was being mean or if I got in a fight with someone or if whatever happened in the world or in my world, I could always remember that whatever people say about me is more about them than it is about me. Obviously, constructive criticism in a loving way doesn't account uh, in this point. But I think that's something that more and more people need to understand is that the, the things that people put on you is more about them. So it's unhappy people that take it too far. It's people that could be resentful or jealous of you that want to tear you down and make you feel bad about yourself. So that's a really, really big point that really just gives me a lot of peace with criticism and hateful messages that used to really affect me. And these two points have really had a big effect on me in that way because I'm way more go with the flow and I don't really care about what people think of me as much and what people say about me as much. And number three that I just said, saying how you treat others is a direct reflection of yourself. That's a really great thing to understand as well, because I've realized that in times where I've been judgmental or mean towards someone, you know, it's always just been because I'm not in a good place myself. So that's something that, that a big lesson I've learned. And, you know, I've, I don't think I've been mean to someone for a very long time and that's because I'm doing the work myself. Don't get me wrong. There definitely are moments with people close to me in my life. Um, but for in the general 
kind of overview of things, it's it's been a very great point to keep my mind uh, rested on when I'm in that kind of situation. So number five is giving back feels really good. I never really, when I first, when I was younger and I wanted, when I was initially thinking about what I wanted in life, I wanted a lot of money. I wanted, you know, the designer handbags, the stuff. And don't get me wrong, those things are great. And I'm more than grateful for the abundance of (laughs) whatever thing I want in my life right now. But I want things for different reasons now. And now I'm looking back at how I used to think, really just seeing wealth as something that I can do to buy nice things for myself. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But now the way that I see it, my mentality is totally changed. One of the main drivers for me to keep earning um, and to build my business is to give and to make sure my family is always taken care of, to start big projects that can help more people. Of course, nice things always help, but that's not my main driver anymore because I've realized over a few years that giving back feels really good. And even if that's, you know, you seeing a homeless person in front of the grocery store and when you go in, you buy them a sandwich, like you don't need to post about that on your social media. It's, you know, I guess it's fine if you do, but giving back without even telling people is really special because you just realize that feeling is so powerful. And yeah, that's something I've definitely learned as well. And I don't personally post about it that much if I'm giving back, either if it's charity or like I just said, like buying someone a meal, uh, just because I feel like some people can, it can come across as you're only doing it for that public attention. Um, so sometimes I don't do that, but Doing it privately really does feel good, and especially that if you're doing it privately, it's it's for the right reasons. Uh, but if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, you might as well do it anyways because you're helping people. <laughs> okay, getting to the next point here. Number six, never assume you know what's going on in other people's lives. This has been a big one for me, and I still work on this one because assuming is natural for all human beings. We assume when we meet someone, if they look a certain way or say a certain thing, we assume. And, you know, that just comes with being, I guess, a social species. But never assume you know what's going on in other people's lives, for me, means more so don't judge them for being a certain way, doing certain things, saying certain things, because you just have to feel compassion for them. If It's kind of piggybacking off of point three and four where it's like how others treat you as a direct reflection of themselves. Um, You know, you don't want to just judge straight out. You don't know what's happening in other people's lives. They might have a lot more demons than you. So trying not to assume has been a really big lesson that I've learned over the past 24 years. Next is if it feels wrong, it probably is. Listen to your gut. Point number seven. So this one's huge. Listen to your gut. If it feels wrong, it probably is. There are so many times I wish I could go back in my life and, you know, make different choices. Maybe leave that person's house, leave that party, you know, say no. And I don't think I was strong enough back then to to do that. And when you realize that it's actually okay 
to say no. It's very empowering and I think it comes with maybe caring less about what people think of you and being a bit more decisive in your life. And I think as a teenager, I really just went with the flow more and um, maybe didn't listen to my gut as much. But looking back, it's definitely a lesson that I've learned and that I completely live by right now. If it feels wrong, it probably is. And listen to your gut. All right, number eight, everything happens for a reason. I've been saying this for a few years to myself and on my social media, and it's just a comforting quote, I guess, to always have as a belief that everything happens for a reason, the good, the bad, the cycle of life, the cycle of things happening to you. Either you're learning from something or growing and growing from something, or, you know, if something bad happens, maybe it pivots you onto a different path that at the end of the day, is actually better for you. So living with this in mind, everything happens for a reason, is comforting. It grounds me and it lets me just surrender to the universe and feel less anxiety towards life, right? So that is definitely something that I think a lot of people would benefit from believing in and why not, right? Like, what's the point of thinking otherwise? It'll just only cause harm, right? So I think everything happens for a reason, for sure. Number nine is you can't change people. Number 10 is it's okay to distance yourself from old friends. It doesn't mean that, you know, they're awful people. It's just if you guys don't click, and you're only hanging on because they were friends with you when you were really young, then, you know, it's it's okay to grow apart from people. And that's just life. And I've realized that I think I had a bit of guilt when I first did that a lot, actually, when I was moving to London. And even at the end of high school, I was just leaving a lot of people behind in my life. And it was empowering, but also... I did it in a selfish way and I don't regret it because I I needed to be selfish then. I couldn't be around people that didn't bring the best out of me. It doesn't mean they're bad people. It just means they're different to me. And I'm very, you know, grateful that they're in my lives at that point in time. But now I, I've grown out of a lot of people. And it's okay to distance yourself from people that you know, you've been friends with for a really long time. That is totally okay. Okay. Number 11, you are 100, oh my God, sorry. I'll restart that. Number 11, you are 100% responsible for your life. 100%. This was the first chapter in the book, The Success Principles, that literally changed my life. If you guys know my story, I was like 18 and I read my first personal growth book and it was The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And the first chapter in that book is titled, You Are 100% Responsible for Your Life. And that chapter changed my life because I got out of victim mode. I was told something I didn't want to hear that I actually knew deep down all along was true. I am 100% responsible for my life. Yes, things can happen in my life that aren't necessarily my fault, but my reaction to those events 
And whether or not I become a victim to that event is up to me 110%. So that is a huge lesson that I think every single human on the planet should understand. Because if you're in victim mode, you have no power to change your circumstance. You're never going to be successful if you think, oh, it's not my fault. I was raised this way. It's not my fault. You know, I'm not beautiful or I look a certain way or whatever it is. Like, or I don't have a lot of opportunity. Like, I don't have, like, it's completely up to you. You pave your own path. And, you know, you don't know enough people. All right, go meet people. That's what I did when I first moved to London. I didn't know anyone. I wanted to get into TV. I wanted to network and get in with the crowd and meet people and create opportunity for myself in business. And I literally was working three jobs and in between shifts, I would literally DM hundreds of people until I reached the DMing limit on Instagram every day being like, hey, I just moved here. Can I pick your brain? Um, Take you out for coffee. I want to learn more about the industry you're in. Like I was just relentless and I took responsibility for the fact that I didn't maybe have a lot of connections. And now I know everyone in London (laughs) and a lot of businesses come from it. And I got on a TV show and all this stuff happened because I decided to be relentless and create connections. So all to say, you're 100% responsible for your life. If you're in a bad relationship, you're responsible to get out of it. If you are not living that life that you actually think that you can live that potential life of yours and you feel stuck all right, do something about it. You don't know what you want to do in life? Get a, get a huge journal and write it all out like I did. Brainstorm. Don't stop until you figure it out. Just go, go, go. And you'll see that success will come if you just keep going because you are 100% responsible for your life and your response is everything. You could have been raised with, I don't know, an alcoholic parent. And if you're, you know, I actually posted this quote, um, on Instagram or a meme type of thing the other day. And it was like one, there were two brothers, the exact same age, and they both had an alcoholic dad. One grew up to become an alcoholic because of his father. And the other one grew up to never even drink alcohol. And he was completely unaddicted to anything because of his father. So they both created different narratives in their mind of why they are the way they are. And they grew up to, you know, just encompass that. So I'm sorry if I'm touching any sensitive spots here, but I have to say it. And I stand by my belief that you are 100% responsible for your life. And yes, some people are going to have it easier than others. You know, there are, there's a lot of lucky people in the world, but I truly believe that success, I truly believe that luck, luck is preparation and hard work and a little bit of luck all together. There's a quote about this. I don't know the quote off my, off my heart, but it's luck is not just luck. It's a lot of preparation and perfect timing coming together. Okay. So number 12, it's okay to say no. That's kind of piggybacking off of the point, listen to your gut, but I thought I'd make it another point because it really deserves its own spotlight. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say no to hanging out with people. It's okay to say no to, I don't know, just like even taking it a bit farther. Like I 
there are times in my teenage years where I'd be like, I don't know, hooking up with a guy. This is just a random example. Hooking up with a guy and if I felt like I didn't want to keep going and the kissing was turning into something else and I didn't feel comfortable going there, many times I said, all right, I'm done here. Like, no, I'm going to leave. I don't like it anymore. But there are a few times that I just didn't say no and I wanted to and was taken advantage of. Also from myself, because I am responsible for not saying no and getting up, but I think a lot of women can probably relate to that point. Um, it, it's, it's hard to say no sometimes, but number 12 is it is okay to say no. Okay. Number 13, loving yourself as you are right now is the only way that you'll ever be truly happy. Be present. Like the other point earlier, be present and stop waiting to lose five pounds to, do something and become something to love yourself because if you keep chasing it, chasing it, chasing it, like I did for probably 23 years, <laughs> you're never, you're never going to be fully happy. But if you love yourself now in the present moment, that is the only way you will truly be happy, which brings me to number 14 and it's kind of counteracting this in a tiny way, but not really. Um, number 14 is working towards big goals makes you feel more alive and amazing. So, of course, love yourself now. Be happy, but also keep working towards big goals because it makes you feel alive and happy and radiant and just it makes life better. So, number 15 is achieving goals is one of the most satisfying feelings there is, at least for me. Number 16, become your own best friend. Your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship in your life. And that is true. Always put yourself first. Because if you are trying to fill everyone else's cup and yours is empty, you have nothing to fill theirs with. Number 17, manifesting works. You just need to practice being who you want to be enough times to make it become a reality. Practice those emotions and feelings that ideal you experiences daily. Manifesting works. I'm telling you, it works. And I have experienced the fruition of manifesting and meditating, it works. Just keep going. Trust me. And if you don't know where to start, the meditating thing is the number one way to manifest, in my opinion, because it really gets into your own head and it, it, it really just affects your physiology in a new way because you're really focusing on it. If you're new to meditating and you want manifestation meditations, Go to MimiMethod.com. It's my new subscription platform and you can start it for free to see if you like it before paying. There's like a five-day free trial and I have so many guided meditations for guided meditations on losing weight, on reaching your goal body, on manifesting your dream life, on, you know, just being that person you always wanted to be, on feeling good and happy in your everyday life, on stopping binge eating, preventing emotional eating, a lot of stuff on that. So go check it out for free if you want to. 
And it's really good for beginners. Anyway, number 18, reading personal development books will really enhance and upgrade your life. Yes, yes, and yes. That is one of the best things I've learned in my life. Learning from other people is super important. Number 19, a strong morning routine is essential for living as the ultimate potential you. Yep, that is the truth. I'm relaunching my morning routine course next month, by the way. It's going to be on Mimi Method's website, so just an FYI. Number 20, start before you're ready. If your final product is good, or your final if your first product is good, you started too late. Like, you can delete your first product later on once you've built momentum. Like, I have removed a lot of my first YouTube videos because of that. <laughs> but just start before you're ready. And that's why I also know that Mimi Method is going to be fucking epic. Because I started just like that. And I knew I was ready because I had been doing a lot of the stuff to begin with. Like I was recording meditations for myself to listen to for like a year and a half before and doing my own workouts and, you know, creating my recipes and everything for so long before, but actually putting it into action is a whole different ball game. And, you know, I'm just so excited. Sorry, I keep talking about it. I'm just like so proud of myself for it. And, um, all right. So number 21. Oh wait, before we start number 21, I actually want to tell you quickly about one of the Mimi B podcast's new sponsors. You guys, if you are into music, podcasts, listening to things, you want to hear this. Okay, so Raycon earbuds are my new favorite earbuds. They are literally so good wireless earbuds and they are actually such a great price <laughs> before you go dropping literally hundreds of dollars on a new pair of wireless headphones or earphones or earbuds you need to check out the wireless eel earbuds <laughs> from Raycon you guys whether you're working from home or working on your fitness and you know going on runs or long walks or whatever it is you want to listen to all of your stuff on these headphones. So you already know Raycon earbuds start about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands that you know. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet, with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable. They're perfect for running or listening to podcasts. They are so comfy. And they're a game changer for me because they're actually really cute and they look stylish and also very discreet. And there's no dangling or you know, stems or wires distract you during your workouts, which I really like. And there's just really good quality. So you bet I have a special deal for you today. I am going to give you 15% off of the Raycon wireless earbuds. 
Yep, 15% off. So now is the time to get the latest and greatest form of Raycon. Get 15% off of your order at buyraycon.com slash Mimi. That is buyraycon.com slash Mimi for 15% off of Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash Mimi. It will also be in the show notes if you can't remember that, so go check it out. Now, before we go, I want to finish my 24 points. So we finished at number 20, uh, start before you're ready, and now number 21, if you are not sure what you want to do, do it all until you figure it out. Combat uncertainty with action. This is a huge point. I live by this point. I get so many questions from you girls saying, what do I do? I don't know what to do. And I feel stuck. The best way to feel unstuck is to put things into action. Like I was saying earlier, get a journal, write it out, like brainstorm what you want to do. And if you can't figure it out, just start doing things and then just start taking things off the list of what you don't like, right? The best way to figure out what you like is to do everything and then make sure you're focused on that and you'll be able to cross off things that you actually don't like to do and it will narrow the focus, right? So that one's super important. Number two, or number two, number 22, don't spend too much time mindlessly scrolling on technology. It is a life waster and an energy sucker. I am so, (laughs) so obsessed with limiting my time on social media these days because I feel so much better doing so. When I limit my time on Instagram mindlessly scrolling, like if I'm going on there for a reason, great, whatever. I love, you know, going through my DMs, answering you guys, or I don't know, like posting stuff and whatever. But if I'm there mindlessly scrolling and I'm in that like zone of not even thinking and I have no thoughts going through my head and I'm just scrolling, scrolling, I feel like absolute crap and it's an energy sucker. So that's something I've learned. Number 23, your energy attracts all future experiences into your life. Your number one focus at all times should be keeping your energy in a positive vibrational state. Control your energy and you'll control your life. So that's a a point I've definitely learned lately. I've been doing a lot of work on energy manifesting and law of attraction and just being a different person. I've seen incredible results. Oh yeah, I still need to record that podcast on how I heal up my arm bumpies. Okay, I'm going to do that next week. Anyway, just so many crazy, even physical changes I've seen from changing my energy. I know for sure that that's the truth. And last but not least, number 24, really relish in all of the positive emotions and experiences in your life because that is what life is all about. Bam, mic drop. I'll say that one more time. Really relish in all of the positive emotions and experiences in your life because it's what life is all about. And it goes back to a few other points that I said in those 24 points, but honestly, it is worth repeating again and again and again because if you're not living presently in the moment and just feeling good and happy and in love with yourself, you're wasting your life. It took me so long to realize this. It's been an epiphany for me over the past few months and since I've been living this truth I've never been been happier I've never been more me and it's so funny because things are affecting me less and less and less and 
I mean, the bad things, the good things I'm obviously relishing in, but you know, the bad things are really affecting me less and less and less like stresses. I'm just like, all right, go with the flow. And I've been manifesting so much success and love and abundance into my life because I am just relishing in those positive emotions. I'm loving myself now and I'm just being the best me. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I surely enjoyed recording it and I will see you soon for the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And again, let me know on social media what your favorite point was and uh, if you would have actually added another point. I want to know that. And if you tag me on your stories, I will check you out, respond back, repost, and yeah, I just love connecting with you guys. Have a good day.